The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Scott Chu. Yo, everybody. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast. My name, of course, is Scott Chu. You can find me on Twitter at IfTheChewFits. Today is Monday, September 26th, and we are going to talk about some baseball injuries and transactions. Tyler Glasnow is going to be activated for the Rays on Wednesday. So that'll be exciting to watch. Hard to say exactly how long they'll let him go in that game, but if nothing else, it'll be very intriguing to see it for evaluations for next season. Wander Franco left Sunday's game with an injury to his left hand. The guy cannot catch a break. Hard to say exactly what's going to happen the race of the day off today, so we should learn more later on this afternoon. Madison Bumgarner has been ruled out for the rest of the season, so unfortunately for him, but really any time at this point in the season when a pitcher is hurt, you can pretty much... Uh, just know that they're probably out for the remainder of the regular season with only about 10 games left at most. Eric Hosmer is expected back by the end of the season for the Red Sox. Uh, I'm surprised to hear them say that, and I'm not sure what kind of impact he'd have, if any, when he does come back, but hopefully it doesn't take away any playing time from Tristan Cassis, who's been absolutely excellent of over the last few days. Zach Plesak looks like he's the tentative starter for the Guardians on Friday against the Royals, so that is a potential streaming candidate for you right now to keep an eye on. David Fletcher is taking swings again and could be back by the end of the season. Uh, it's something that, you know, if you need some contact numbers and have a free IL spot, he is a guy maybe you could consider holding on to because he could be back. Frankie Montes has yet to resume a throwing program, which is rough news if you were counting on him for another start this season. It's really not looking likely at this point. And then x-rays on Jesse Winker's left wrist came back negative. There is a chance he could be back relatively soon. Hitting performances from yesterday, Pete Alonzo of the Mets, he went four for five with a double, a home run, three runs scored, and five RBI. The home run gave the Polar Bear 39 on the season, and his 128 RBI lead the NL and tie him with Aaron Judge. Alonzo's been right there with Goldschmidt and Freeman at the top of the first base rankings, and he should remain there for 2023 drafts. Kyle Schwarber. Of the Phillies went two for three with two home runs, three runs scored, and two walks. Schwarber now has a career high in home runs with 42, runs scored with 93, stolen bases with eight, and games played with 146. The batting average, of course, has not been very useful, but he's been good on the OBP side. He's got a ton of power, and it's great to see him get through a season healthy for basically the first time ever. Stephen Kwan of the Guardians went three for five with a home run, two runs scored, five RBI, and two stolen bases. Kwan is trying to single-handedly win fantasy baseball champions for folks right now. Over his last nine games, Kwan has a double, two triples, 
two home runs, four steals, and a 442 batting average, and 22 combined runs in RBI. And that's, again, that's over nine games. I love Quan's skill set, and I'm glad that he's showing us more power lately, as I think he could be a 10 to 15 home run guy with 20 to 25 steals next season, and of course, a stellar batting average, as he has one of the best hit tools in the league. George Springer of the Blue Jays, he went three for four with two home runs, three RBI, and a walk. The two home runs give Springer 23 on the season, which is one more than he had last year, but Springer's also played in 50 few or 50 more games than he did last season. So the 23 home runs is a little bit of a disappointment considering how often he's played. That said, Springer's hitting 288 in the second half with a stellar 13.9% strikeout rate, which certainly gives us something new to think about for him going into next season if that kind of strikeout rate is something he can sustain long term. Patrick Wisdom of the Cubs went one for four, but it was a home run. He got two runs scored, three RBI, and a stolen base. Heck of a game for him. You look, and Patrick Wisdom's never going to help you with your ratios, even in OBP formats, but there's no denying that Patrick Wisdom is a 25 to 30 home run hitter, and he could steal seven to 10 bases next year as long as he stays healthy. CJ Abrams of the Nationals, he went three for four with a double, two runs scored, an RBI, and two stolen bases. Abrams has really stepped up in a big way in September. He struck out just 7.9% of the time when five doubles and two triples with three stolen bases this month. Home runs really just aren't going to be part of his game, but it's good to see the hit tool and wheels finally on display for C.J. Abrams, who really had a hard time getting things going at the start of the season. And Oswaldo Cabrera of the New York Yankees went one for three with a double, a run scored, and a stolen base. Cabrera actually moved into the fourth spot in the lineup for this one and did not disappoint. He has three doubles and three home runs with 19 combined runs in RBI over his last seven games. And Cabrera's combination of power and speed should continue to get chances to shine down the stretch as DJ LeMahieu remains out. Starting perf- starting pitching performances from yesterday, Christian Javier of the Astros went against the Baltimore Orioles. He got a no decision, but he went six innings, pitched with no earned runs, one hit, no walks, eight strikeouts, and only 76 pitches. This is Javier's third straight game with no earned runs and at least six strikeouts. He peppered that fantastic fastball up in the zone and above the zone all day, and the Orioles couldn't do anything with it, as Javier's fastball finished with a 41.3% CSW. Freddie Peralta of the Brewers came back from injury against the Reds. He only went two innings pitch, though. No earned runs, two hits, one walk, three strikeouts, 44 pitches. It's no fun, but he's not hurt. Freddie Peralta should be able to go about 60 pitches in his next start, but if Peralta can't be more efficient, it's not really going to matter. Nick Lodolo of the Reds was against Freddie Peralta and the Brewers. He went six innings pitch with one earned run, four hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Lodolo now has five consecutive starts with at least one strikeout per inning and allowing fewer than three or well, three earned runs or fewer. Lodolo used the curveball to get his whiffs against the Brewers, getting the Brewers to swing and miss 10 times with a 53.3% CSW with that curveball. Heck of a pitch uh, against the Brewers yesterday. Aaron Savale. Of the Guardians, he went against the Rangers. He got the win on five innings pitch, two earned runs, three hits, no walks, seven strikeouts. The cutter-curveball combo was quite effective as the rain against the Rangers as each pitch, uh, both the cutter and the curve, had a CSW above 35% as Savale caught the Rangers looking with the cutter and swinging on the curve. I really liked that combo he used. Edward Cabrera of the Marlins went against the Nats. I really thought this could be a bit better, but he went 3.2 innings pitched with three earned runs, six hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. What happened was that Cabrera had to leave this one early with an ankle injury, leaving you with that ugly whip and ERA in what should have been an excellent matchup for him. Shane McClanahan also disappointed. He, for the Rays, he went against the Blue Jays, got the loss on five innings pitched, four earned runs, six hits, two walks, only two strikeouts, and nine whiffs. 
on 76 pitches. And McClanahan was down two ticks on the fastball from when he saw these Blue Jays on the 15th. And those two ticks really hamstrung that heater as it didn't draw a single whiff or swing outside of the zone. That's Shane McClanahan cannot be effective if he can't get whiffs or swings outside the zone. So it just really didn't work for him against the Blue Jays. And then Kyle Gibson of the Phillies went against Atlanta. He got a no decision, but it was five innings pitched, five earned runs, seven hits, two walks, but nine strikeouts. It was 25 whiffs and a 40% CSW. That's the King Cole, uh, you know, to his credit. So Gibson did pull off that King Cole, but... Uh, Atlanta was just able to do too much damage on the pitches they could find. He left a lot of stuff a little bit in the middle. Don't drop him, though. Kyle Gibson's last start of the season comes against the Nationals in the beginning of a doubleheader, and you will definitely want those numbers. Relief pitching performances from yesterday. Baltimore needed almost their entire pen outside of the unavailable Felix Batista yesterday, which is mostly interesting. It's the second day in a row they needed the pen to do the heavy lifting, and they're one of the few teams that's also playing today. Baltimore doesn't actually have a day off for the rest of the season, so things could get a little bit weird in that bullpen. David Robertson blew the save for the Phillies, allowing a run on two walks and a hit, though he did strike out two. The Phillies are off today, but embark on a 10-game road trip against the Cubs, Nationals, and finally the Astros, and I'd expect Robertson to get at least one or two more looks in the ninth, though if I had to pick someone in that bullpen, it's probably Jose Alvarado, who's pitched better lately. And then Brandon Hughes took two days off doing an ankle injury, I think, but came back and got a five-pitch save for the Cubs. The Cubs have three games against the Phillies and then six against the Reds to close out the year, so Brandon Hughes should notch another save or two, if not more, when all said and done. With that, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the weather and the streamers, so we'll be back right after this. Hey, Alex Fast here, and thanks for listening to this podcast on the Pitcher List Podcast Network. If you're a fan, consider supporting all of us by getting a PL Plus subscription, where you're going to get an ad-free website and get access to our Discord, where you can talk to all of our podcast hosts and staff. Plus, you can hang out with our incredible Pitcher List community. It's basically a baseball sanctuary year-round for as low as $8 a month. You can sign up at PitcherList.com backslash plus, and you're going to get your first month free with promo code podcast also don't forget to check out everything else we do as well from youtube videos live streams newsletters off-season articles tiktoks breakdowns over 15 baseball podcasts on our network we can't stop talking about baseball even during the off-season so sign up for pl plus today at pitcherlist.com backslash plus and use promo code podcast to get your first month free all right thanks for listening let's get back to the show and we're back just in time to talk about the weather with our guy, Mark. Mark, take it away. Thank you very much. As we enter the last week of the Major League Baseball regular season, we have a very short Monday slate with only four games, and none of these are going to have any weather issues. So I will talk to you tomorrow because you don't have much use talking to me. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Ah, don't be so hard on yourself, Mark. We appreciate you with or without big weather news. So for today's streamers on the pitching side, I like Ronzi Contreras. I think he should be able to pick up some strikeouts today against the Reds at home. So he's my top pick. If Ronzi Contreras is not available for you, I'd actually probably pass. Jordan Lyles is coming off a complete game against the Tigers and faces the unimposing Red Sox, but those Red Sox put up eight runs in 3.2 innings against Lyles earlier this month, so I don't love that start. So really just Ronzi Contreras or Bust on the relief pitching side. I know I mentioned him yesterday, but CNL Perez has only been lightly used the last two days. Unlike the rest of this Baltimore bullpen, I think it could be a sneaky source of a save or a hold today against the Red Sox. And then on the hitting side, Baltimore against Connor Seabold is my top choice along with Atlanta against Bryce Elder of the Nats. But really, I could recommend everyone 
other than the two teams playing the Blue Jays and the Yankees, as they'll have Severino and Galsman on the mound, but everyone else faces rather unimposing pitching. So uh, just about every hitter that is going today can be fired up, but maybe not some of the lower end Blue Jays or Yankees. So with that, thank you for listening. We love that you've been listening all season. If you have any suggestions or comments you want to give us, please do so. Leave us a rating and review, whatever you got to do. If you're still on the hunt for your fantasy baseball league or still want to read about baseball, we still got stuff coming up on the site every day. The reliever ranks, the starting pitcher roundup. We're going to have playoff stuff during the playoffs. Please come and check out the site. And otherwise with that, have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of the season and we'll talk to you next time. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.